is the Stevie Nicks Podcast, where we discuss all things Stevie. I'm Leslie. I'm Melinda, and today we are going to be talking about Stevie Nicks' new song, Show Them the Way. Hello, witches. Welcome. It's a lot to talk about. Absolutely. We have a new song from Stevie, uh, first fresh content in what, um, four score and seven years or something like that? And a new video. Yes, absolutely. It's a it's an exciting PowerPoint of American history. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was effective and I, I enjoyed it very much. So Stevie Nicks released a new song and a new video, all proceeds going to Music Cares, which is great. It's called Show Them the Way and it was released on Friday, I believe. That's right, Melinda. That is absolutely correct. And we were up at midnight. Oh, yeah. To listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, for me. I work late anyway. So it was just for me. I actually had to psych myself up for about an hour before I could listen to it. And what did you think? I was kind of overwhelmed by it a, a little bit. It was this the stream of, to me, it was like the, the minute I heard it, I'm like, I didn't really hear a song. I heard a statement. Mm-hmm. I heard a prayer. I heard a vision. And I heard all of these three things at the same time. And every once in a while, she like sing a little bit. And I'm like, wow, Stevie, you go with that. Yeah, I wasn't sure uh, what to expect, but um, I liked it. Um, I, I preferred the, the version mm-hmm. with drums as opposed to the, mm-hmm. the solo version. And I'm someone, whenever someone mentions God in a song, I, shut I, down. I, I, I don't t- like I it do. that I much. I shut down completely. Yeah, I just... Uh, except for I do like a few gospel singers. So I, w- I already knew the God was coming up. Um, so I was a little bit hesitant, but I think it's fine. I think it works here. Um, I-, I think it can be sort of a universal God. And um, I really liked the message and um, also was was happy. And there's a few things like I really like the bridge mm-hmm. of this song. I think it brings in something that we haven't necessarily heard. Okay, Steve you. Well, I'd have to be okay. listening to it right okay, now to that's tell cool. you. <laughs> I was just wondering, you know, so I can contextualize and respond. I mean, I've only I heard wish we the could song play like it. maybe, uh, maybe twice for the rock version and only oh, okay. once for the piano version. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the piano version. It felt more intimate, and um, I felt like mm-hmm. if you, you know, going along with the lyrics, she's being asked to be the piano player someplace, right? You know, for these great people. And that she is only accompanied by a piano in this song makes me feel like I'm in that dream uh, where she is actually sitting there playing this piano. And uh, I I like what she has said about it. She's like, you know, no one would ever pay to listen to me play piano. That's how, that's how, you know, it's a dream, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's <laughs> great. I love that about her. Yeah, the I, one of the things that I really liked, and I I was proud of her for actually mm-hmm. was the video, and that they didn't really they didn't they showed an image of George Floyd, and they did not um, shy away from you know what, the mm-hmm. things that are going on and mm-hmm. showing that, and you know November's coming. I know. Vote. It was pretty gutsy on Stevie's part because when you look at Stevie's demographic. You know, she's in yeah. the same, uh, you know, baby boomer uh, wave as Donald Trump. It, it, it's wild. And, and her generational place is becoming more and more reactionary. Right. And uh, she's still mm-hmm. standing firm on the beliefs that she had 
when she was 15 or 35, you know, still loving the Kennedys and having that sense of hope from that time that only somebody in her generation could actually attest to. And it's just so strange that these other people have kind of lost touch with that thing that also happened in their lives, but Stevie didn't forget. And I really, um, uh, I feel like I'm in the presence of wisdom, you know, when I hear this song, you know, and it makes yeah. me, makes me yeah, feel totally. helpful. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was great. And um, if you look at the charts mm-hmm. right now, I think in the American charts, it's number seven or eight. Okay. I haven't looked yet mm-hmm. this morning. Um, and But uh, Dreams what? is like number one what? and four. What? <laughs> dreams. Okay, Dreams. Okay. We all know about Dreams, right? It was the only number one hit by Fleetwood Mac. And that's the song y'all are hearing with the guy with the juice, right? And uh, that was originally recorded by yeah, it's a TikTok video, video, right? And um, yeah, and the guy is lip syncing to a song that Stevie wrote in like 1977 and went to number one. And it made Fleetwood Mac the legend it is today. And uh, it's pretty cool to see young people grooving to it. I have actually personally noticed that. I've seen young guys digging on that song. Yeah, in their 20s. It's crazy. Oh, so yeah, that TikTok video um, by that guy got a lot of attention. And then Nick Fleetwood did a response to that or did his own TikTok with holding the cranberry juice on probably a car, the back of a car being pulled along. And then he actually had a, um, uh, was it on a show? He actually zoomed in with that guy on some show. So he actually talked directly to the guy. And I wondered, I was like, where's Stevie in this? And I'm like, I bet she wrote him a letter. Like I just, she probably wrote him a letter and sent him something. And then when Mick was talking to the TikTok guy, whose name I can't remember right now. Uh, Mick was like, did you get the letter? And I was like, ah, that's Uh gotta be from Stevie. Oh, that's so (laughs) exciting for him. He's just like, I didn't probably didn't even really know what, Fleetwood Mac was. He just thought it was a good jam, right? Oh, no, yeah. he definitely did. His daughter is a big oh, Stevie fan, and her favorite oh, song is cool. Gypsy. Yeah, so she gets to be sort of part mm-hmm. of all this, too, so I'm pretty sure she's oh, super yeah, I excited. I would be, too. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I know. All we had to do was make a goddamn TikTok mm-hmm. video. I know. We work a lot. Linda, we're doing this we're podcast. Doing wrong, we're doing it all man. wrong. No, you know, we could be lip syncing. Yeah. But we, we already know we're doing this wrong anyway if we were trying to get uh, Stevie Nicks' attention. We've done it because, all wrong from the yeah, day like, one. It, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's okay. I'm just thinking, thinking that maybe she'll forgive us. You know, it's really what the best I'm hoping for right now is just forgiveness at some point. So it seems like this song is being uh, received relatively well. And I hope that this encourages Stevie to release mm-hmm. more songs like mm-hmm. this. You know, if she's not going to do a whole album, which it sounds like from what I've heard and what I've read, she's actually more, you know, interested in doing an entire album now. That would be amazing. So that's good. Too. Yes. And I'm sure this will be on it. Yeah. And this is a perfect time to be mm-hmm. in a studio because you could socially distance with a group mm-hmm. of musicians right now. Yeah, absolutely. This would be an excellent, you know, and, and especially if you have access to money, you can get tested frequently. Um, I mean, there's like a 15 minute rapid test you could take every I'm day. Sure. If you're I'm a rich sure person. there's like space at the Tyler Perry studios that she could have a bubble where she's recording with people. At Tyler oh, yeah. Perry studios? Like, you want yeah, to go to Atlanta? Yeah, quarant- <laughs> Isn't that Atlanta? Quarantine. Haven't you heard? It's crazy. Yeah. He's no. got his whole like studio and okay. his actors are all there and they go through rigorous testing and they stay in this social bubble. 
and do a lot of series. They're like grinding it out. So, I mean, they could like work Stevie in there. She works at night anyway. So there you go. Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's true. Uh, He has uh, Tyler Perry has one series that's fantastic on, um, I think it's on own. It is so dramatic. It's like soap opera. I love his soapy stuff. I can't remember the, the name of it. Damn it. Okay, I well, we still have you, our corrections yeah, area to talk. You know, we can come back to that. Yeah. So. And apologies, of course. So, Yeah, um, the reception for this, this song, I don't know. Um, I've seen some rocky roads in social media. I'll just <laughs> put it roads. that way. What Does do that mean? sound ad- adequate or accurate? You know, but there's been some mixed reviews in social media. And from what I can tell, it's chiefly people who find it too political and not, therefore not to their liking. And these are people that say things like, I've been into Stevie Nicks since 1976 and I'm not, I'm not feeling this one. It's too political. Good riddance. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know? It's not political that uh, – yeah, I'm sorry, but it's just not political that people should have mm-hmm. equal rights and, and be treated the same way mm-hmm. in, in the justice right. system. I don't think it, – It's personal. Yeah. It's not no, political. No, it's not, it's not an, you know, something that you can just opt out of. But people feel, people feel as though that I'm – get, I'm getting this – Only people who can yeah, exactly. opt out I was of that. Say, these are that the way. people that, that do have that luxury to opt out of thing, seeing yeah. things in a political light, and they find it offensive that they are somehow – being held accountable for this and they don't like that. So it's too political and I don't like it. Sorry, Stevie. And I've just like cringe when I see that, but I didn't, I saw it coming. I mean, when I first heard it and she's, you know, bring it, throwing down Martin Luther King and I'm like, Oh yeah, no, these, these, you know, the, her generational bent, you know, which is unfortunately overlapping strongly with that of Donald Trump. We've got a lot of people her age that won't be able to take that and felt targeted. And in fact, that is in, that is what happened. Uh, the people that the song was for, you know, please God showed them the way. Obviously couldn't yeah. see their hand in front of themselves and didn't hear the song mm-hmm. for what it, what it should have been, you know. Yeah. And it was a really gentle really? sort of, I mean, like bringing up Martin Luther King is a very acceptable, yes, know. you know, um, and now it is right. back in the day, but now it's like, you know, seen as this nonviolent mm-hmm. guy. And so, Why can't you know, it's not like she really like hit Martin people Luther over the heads King. with it. You hear people say that. The yeah. same people that <laughs> yeah. say this song is too political. So, yeah, it is, a, like I said, a rocky road in social media, but it seems to be following a certain certain demographic generational pattern. But the good things I've seen have been from encouraging places like young people, young women, and um, that that feels good. And it's a hopeful it's a hopeful song and it's a hopeful occurrence in many ways. But I just want to say, in defense of boomers, I have seen plenty of boomers be into that's that song. That's cool. So, Good. That they need um, to speak up more. Not- they are very gentle <laughs> souls. I've seen a few people say, well, you guys, <laughs> yeah. this is not the first time she was political. Nobody had any problem with Illume, 9-11, Desert yeah. Angel, you know, and the list goes yeah. on. So the point is taken. So uh, good on Stevie. This is 
I think it's great and not shying away from showing George Floyd Floyd in yeah. imagery. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's all good. It made me made me, made me uh, proud happy. to be a Stevie fan. Made me proud of her. Yeah, totally. And I love that. Still, even though it tackles these realities, it 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 resonates uh, on so many levels. She's still Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks, though. You know, we're gonna hear about the Hamptons where she goes and does. Yeah. There she goes right. and does benefit. In the Persian yeah, rug. Persian, I like that you know, she defined. I love the part where she's like, sometimes I go to do benefits. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, the funny thing is that you only hear that sort of description usually on rap and rap when they would say, that's my Persian uh, rug. Know, like they name I what know. they're doing and they name what brand, they name what the thing is. Gotta love that. And I loved hearing yeah. her voice again. Like hearing, I, I don't know if, I don't know if there's something about the way she's being mixed that's different, but I feel like in this, um, and from what I've heard from the the movie, from the uh, 24 Karat mm-hmm. Gold concert film, and the song, her voice is just much more mm-hmm. upfront, and I feel like I'm getting like a 3D rich mm-hmm. experience. I would with that. In ways that I haven't heard the, in the, the last thing that I heard recorded from her, so I don't know if there's just been some improvements, if my ears are getting know. better. That's <laughs> an excellent point, because I um, just finally got caught up to li- uh, listening to Sound City, and she's on Sound City, mm-hmm. um, and that was like in what 2011, and they had her recorded so, just she was sounded so rich on there, and it was fantastic, and I felt the same way listening to that as I did listening to uh, the song the first time. It's mm-hmm. just just great. And that's, I get more of that also from the piano version. Again, you know, I, I get the rock version. I normally am geared to that myself, but I still feel like the acoustic one gets that emotional heart. It has more of a sonic richness. And I feel like I'm actually inside the dream with the piano playing. So, oh, it's good. But yeah, I, I love the Stevieisms in this. Um, <laughs> you just are, you are in the world of luxury now. That's that's Stevie's world, yeah. and she's not going to no. lie to you. You know, she's not going to act like she's Joan Baez all of a sudden. No, you know, she, yeah. they're all drinking champagne. That would be a good sitcom. Just sit Stevie in the middle of a regular house like mine and watch <laughs> what's her just devolve. Well, here, yeah, that's funny that you say that. You know, like what would Stevie? What kind of song would Stevie Nicks write if she was exposed to my environment? And it, the funny thing is, is that when she. Re- she uh, had that dream and she was working on 24 Karat, right? And they were editing it. She mm-hmm. happened to be in St. Charles, Illinois in 2000. I actually lived there. I live elsewhere now, but I used to live there at the time. And, my, and it was in February. And my first daughter, my first daughter, Mabel, had just turned one year old. And, mm-hmm. and I had no idea at the time. That Stevie Nicks was actually, you know, hearing the same uh, air pattern traffic over her house as I was and getting pissed. So, yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, just imagine. What if she was staying with me instead of, like, watching the History Channel? What kind of song would it be if she was staying with me? And my, like, my one-year-old child screaming and my hateful cat. She'd probably be remembering back to the times when she was in a sweet ass house with like eight bedrooms and overlooking right. the ocean. <laughs> it's like, please God, show me the way out of here. Out of please here. God, show me the way. 
out of here, you know? And everybody's like, yeah. oh man, this would not divide anyone. They'd be like, oh my God, that sounds like hell on earth. I'm so glad you got out of there, Stevie. And the nation would be united. So think about it, Stevie. So consensus, we're very happy, right? Final wash, very happy yes. with this. And I think nice to have yeah. something new, proud of what she's doing and that she's actually, you know, sort of speaking out in her mm -hmm. in her I way. I would say sort of. I would definitely say it's it's out there. It's it, it's yeah. it's offended yeah, a lot totally. of people and all the right people. And this is wonderful yes. to me. <laughs> I, I I applaud her. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's great. And and honestly, most of the social mm -hmm. media that I've seen is people um, saying mm -hmm. how much they like it. I honestly haven't seen that much, uh, too many people um, being... Well, see, uh, yeah, I will admit you know, that you are more discerning about your social media contacts than I am. And I tend to do a lot of uh, slumming, I suppose. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And I like to be in the groups. I mean, I'm in all the Stevie I'm in, groups. That's I'm what I'm looking, you know, at, I'm looking at. I'm in the Stevie groups that are like older people and, and, you know, the original, the original fans and watching them. And you're right. There are a few older people that like it and others that like it for different reasons or whatever. And then there are just the ones that are just flat out like, it's not my thing. It's too political. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. But I want to say that the, no, the people that are in the groups that I, um, the Stevie groups that I'm in, they are mm -hmm. also um, largely boomers and they're largely in favor of the song. Okay, so, that's cool. Um, I'm in the I'm in the, the upside down of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's let's not painful. let's not that's also okay. carry on the boomer millennial war. Yeah, I'm I. I'm all for the song and um, I'm looking forward to hearing more from her. This was fantastic. Same. And <laughs> no shock or surprise on yeah. this episode. <laughs> hey, Stevie Nicks released a song and the people who do, oh. do the Stevie Nicks podcast like it. Shocking. Can you imagine that? <laughs> but the way we are with this and why Stevie will probably never talk to us is that we I feel like we're honest. I mean, yeah. Why, yeah. I personally don't yeah, think Stevie's a god of what? No, I don't. <laughs> no, not at all. But, you know, I she think can do that, wrong. That, <laughs> oh, she can and has. And, yeah. and there are certain things that, I mean, I have had a really complex Stevie journey and someday I'm going to maybe put something, I might put that down in paper, uh, yeah. in ink even, um, for you pre-colonial day people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might write about my Stevie journey because there was a time when she was really lo losing me bad and I was embittered. So, embittered. but it was embittered. It's, it's, a very complicated relationship. I've had really complicated relationships with her and with Prince in particular, and they're both Gemini's and I'm just going to kind of just leave that right there okay. for people to kind of absorb. And we'll just kind of get back to that maybe someday. All right. Uh, well, um, uh, our next podcast should be out very shortly after this one and it will um, feature edge of 17. You can find us on Instagram at hello, which is podcast on Twitter at Hello Witches Pod, and you can contact us at Hello Witches Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we appreciate the followers and the comments and keep, in, keep them coming. It's uh, nice to have that Stevie community uh, yeah. feeling going. So, and thanks uh, for listening. Thank you so much.